This is RPG A Day Month with Andy Goodman from Expedition to the Grizzly Peaks. Day 6, Forest. So I think today's going to be a short one and probably not a very interesting one. Because, <laughs> uh, I mean, Christ, what can you say about forests? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> they're nice. <laughs> Actually, no, they're not nice. Forests are not nice. They're nice because we've tamed them. Before wide-scale agriculture across Europe, forests were very big very scary and very dangerous places so I, I sort of live in a forest well, not exactly I mean Grizzly Peak is is heavily wooded I would say it's not a forest um, because there would have to be literally um, no open space I, I would suggest for it to qualify as a forest um, well, that's a good point. Is that is that what a definition of a forest is? An area where it's it's you know continual tree tree dis, you know um, dispersal and no no open space. Like maybe who the hell knows? Maybe I'll look it up when I get home. Uh, yeah, so I'm driving down through Grizzly Peak, and um, I you know I, li I live uh, in a place called Oakland, and for some. Well, I, I know what reason, uh, because I'm stupid. For some reason, I couldn't figure out why it was called Oakland. <laughs> um, and let me explain that so you don't think I'm a complete idiot. Um, I couldn't really see any oaks around here. You see, you know, I, I, you know, I grew up in England. Oak trees in England, or let's say the British oak, is a very different kind of tree um, to the California oak. You know, British oak trees are huge things with very, very, um, very, very big and thick trunks and, and a kind of rounded shape, I guess. But, um, you know, my wife reminded me, I think she just picked one up and showed it to me. She said, you know what this is, Andy? I, I said, oh, yeah, that's an acorn. <laughs> so, yes, there are lots and lots and lots of oak trees here, which is why it's called Oakland. But actually, I looked it up. I looked it up and the reason it was named Oakland wasn't because of the forests so much as the fact that um, when Oakland the city was founded they they planted five oak trees in the um, in the green in the central green of the, of the city and, and thus it, it, it was named Oakland um, there are lovely lovely forests near here there, there's um, beautiful redwood forests the more famous ones are, are quite far away um, on you know varying distances there's there's Muirwood um which which is not that far it's probably 45 minutes drive but the the really magnificent redwood forests are, are quite a long way north um there's a Redwood National Park where I, I've actually been there a couple of times not not since moving here strangely but on on previous trips to the area uh, the Redwood National Forest or National Park um is just stunning stunning um it has a uh, tall trees grove 
Um, you can't always get to it. I think sometimes it's um, sometimes the access down to it is closed because of uh, mudslides and whatever. But if you if you can get down to it, which we managed once, the other time we didn't manage it, and then you walk down a long, long, long trail down, um, steeply going down, ends up in this dry river bed um, full of these huge river pebbles, and you cross over this dry riverbed to the other side. It's very broad and wide. And then you turn around and you look back and you see this grove of redwoods and it kind of breaks your brain because they are the tallest trees in the world and you almost lose sense of scale. You, you almost can't kind of figure out what scale they are. I, I can't off the top of my head remember how tall they are, but we're, we're talking hundreds and hundreds of feet these trees and and redwoods are, are amazing they grow in these groves because they're actually very shallow um, they have very shallow roots um, and they need to grow in groves because the roots spread wide and interlock with each other and thus provide support for, for, for each other so they're, they're really amazing you often see them in in little clusters of five or three or four or five um, just just hugging, it seems. I mean, when you know what they're doing, you realize they are hugging, but they, they look like they're conferring, that they're they're sharing their wisdom with each other. I'm sorry about this. I'm getting silly, aren't I? But it feels like that. Redwoods are amazing. They have this other amazing quality, is that is that they need fire to flourish. Um, that they, the, the California redwood is, is exists in a very fire-prone environment, even before all the all the impact of man and and the co the pine cones they don't release their seeds until they're burnt that's pretty amazing <laughs> that's pretty amazing um i realize i like trees <laughs> and i like forests i had another amazing trip once uh to somewhere near to death valley there's a very special place very high up called um, the bristlecone pine forest and um, bristlecone pine, bristlecone pines are a very, very special plant. Very special indeed. When you when you go to see them, they look dead. Um, they don't look like they could possibly be alive. They're just like dried up, barkless wood, twisted and gnarled into these strange shapes, these bizarre formations. Um, and then. And then you realize that there's a tiny bit of bark on one side with, with, a, with just a twig and maybe a couple of leaves coming off it. And the reason they look like that is that some of these have been, been around, have been alive for 5,000 years, 6,000 years. The oldest ever one was, I think, was some, something around 6,000 years. And there's a, a rather kind of funny but tragic story about the, the, um, the botanist who was trying to figure out how old they were. He chose one at random to... Um, to cut down, to cut through, to identify how old it was. Turns out he cut through the oldest one in existence, at least as far as they know. <laughs> There's actually a whole um, podcast about about that. I can't remember what podcast it is, but it, it, it's it's so it's so oh, the humans, eh? Human beings. The road to hell is paved with good intentions, isn't it? So um, so yeah, these bristlecone. <laughs> Bristlecone pine forest is it, it's another worldly experience. You're very high up, so the air is thin. It's cold, even though down in Death Valley it's it's fifty centigrade or one hundred and twenty 
Fahrenheit, but it's cold and thin air up there, and and you walk amongst these trees, just clinging on to the to the rocky, the pebbly scree that they grow out of, and you just wonder how how do they live so long when there's so little nourishment up there, so little to feed off, um, and what if they had eyes? What would they have seen in their five thousand years of life? The wisdom of trees. Maybe someday we'll figure out that trees are conscious in some way. I mean, I, I think some bio, most biologists realize that there there is consciousness in, in plants, just a very different type. Maybe we'll one day be able to understand what these trees saw in their 5,000 years of life. Probably not very much because they're kind of at the top of a mountain. <laughs> they probably just saw a lot of sunrises and a lot of sunsets, and maybe that's enough. Yeah, but... F- Forests. Forests were never these beautiful places. They were never these places of peace and of and of stillness. They were places that you avoided. And rightly so. They'll never smell your-